0: Welcome to the HR Chat Podcast, bringing the best of the HR and talent communities to you. In this special episode of the HR Chat Show, we're going to profile Toronto-based benefits firm Thorpe Benefits. Our guest today is Roger Thorpe. Roger is president of the Integrated Benefits and Wellness Consulting Company, who are also the key sponsor at the October Innovate Work meetup happening in downtown Toronto. Roger Thorpe, welcome to the HR Chat Show.
1: Hey Bill, thanks for having me. Happy to be here.
0: So let's jump straight in then Roger. Firstly, tell our listeners about Thorpe Benefits and what distinguishes you from all of the other group benefits companies and consultants out there.
1: Sure, I guess at Thorpe Benefits, we we like to say we know group benefits inside and out. Benefits has really gotten more complicated and it requires A lot of knowledge and a lot of focus really in order to build great plans so we've created a senior benefits consulting team who essentially lives and sleeps and breathes group benefits you know we provide insights and we provide value that most insurance brokers and consultants can't provide
0: now i understand that your company is focused exclusively on benefits why is that the case and how broad is that focus
1: it's kind of contrary to what people think that the benefits is just a simple thing that they can um, set and leave, but it is quite complicated and it's changing a lot. And we realize and anyone should that to be really good at employee benefits, you have to be focused on it and not distracted by group retirement, by personal insurance or financial planning. So um, really, what's most important is our team isn't distracted. Uh, they can provide. You know what is thousands of hours of experience and wisdom to our clients, and um, all the systems and the process that we have built around that uh, support that kind of uh, client experience. So, so as a business model, it's created a lot of long-term relationships that are based really on service expectations and not not solely on price
0: okay so i'd be i'd be interested actually for you to draw a an audio version of an org chart for us a little bit if you don't mind uh, tell us a bit about your team um, those people who are involved in all stages of, of the client relationship from initial attraction through to the day-to-day management what does that look like so you're you're at the top there roger uh, who are those other members of your team? How many of them are, are there? What, what are the typical roles involved?
1: Yeah, we, we are a layered organization in that um, it, we have a whole team of people working with a particular client. So from the consultant level, uh, that is the person who is client-facing, and providing the, uh, that advice and counsel. Um, and behind that consultant is a client manager. Um, and everything that goes on with the client day to day, the client manager is, is right on top of, we, we essentially think of it as like a bat phone connected directly to the client manager. And our clients typically call us a lot more often than they call their insurance company because they can get answers faster and they can get likely more accurate answers from us. So I oversee obviously all of our relationships. Um, and work in tandem with our, our consultants and our client managers. And then with that, we have a team lead that oversees the entire relationship to make sure that we are following along with a um, like almost like a yearly plan. So there's an action plan timeline for every client that's set out at the beginning of the year, and so we can see clearly what we need to do uh, and that's so the relationship is so much more proactive uh, because we're delivering it and we're following a process um, rather than waiting say for the client to call um, so that's interesting because it's created a much more um, as i said proactive approach versus the typical broker reactive approach
0: awesome thank you very much so now tell our listeners what why are you and, and your team so passionate? About commission disclosure and the and the transparency of fees. <laughs> uh,
1: well, I could say don't get me started because it's kind of something I <laughs> I, I do like to talk about. Um, well, it, it started years and years ago as just a common practice to disclose exactly what our commissions are in dollars, and and it turns out it's become a competitive advantage. So, not only you know do I believe fundamentally that clients need to know what they're paying and getting in return that. Um, But we ask this question to every HR person we meet, and we're still very amazed at how few companies really know what they're paying in commissions, whether it's the percentages or the dollar itself. Um, And then Even worse, uh, they have fairly low expectations for the service that they should receive for that commission. So I guess that's why I'm so excited about this topic, because it's really become a, a pretty significant differentiator for us.
0: Uh, I'd imagine you have a lot of uh, clients who have been with you for many, many years because you guys are so transparent.
1: Yeah, that's what people expect. Um, You know, the old school model may have been, you know, our brokers being paid somehow behind the scenes within the premium. And uh, I trust that. But, uh, you know, when we deal with an HR and finance team, like any other relationship they have with vendors or advisors, they are very adamant nowadays of, what are we paying you, and what are you going to deliver? Uh, you know, what are the results going to be in terms of dealing with you? Um, so we have a signed agreement every year with our client on that level, and it, it really holds us accountable.
0: And what are some of the the other benefits that your clients see in in dealing with your company? So beyond, beyond the, uh, the, the the transparency piece, what, what, why else do they love you and your team, Roger? Uh,
1: yeah, I, I mean, it really does come down to what impact do we make? What kind of result can we bring? Um, I'd say, fundamentally, it, it brings us a level of confidence uh, rather than just sort of blind faith that, say, a broker is in their best interests. Um, they're confident that their plan is maximized on every level. It, it's a tool that they're really using uh, to hire and retain people. They're not hiding with it, especially when they're integrating wellness or health promotion into it. Uh, that's a, a huge game changer uh, for our clients. Uh, they they understand what they're paying for. Again, transparency, not just with our commissions, but with every variable and driver that that uh, drives cost. so they they feel much more comfortable with what they're paying for. Um, kind of a, a, a the FOmo concept is that they never have to worry about missing out on on an opportunity or uh, about something getting missed that might actually become a liability. And frankly, they're happy to have avoided the old school game that brokers play with just shopping their plan and and playing carriers against each other so that the relationship really becomes about the renewal and the rate and then it's put to bed. So it's great that our clients measure us on so much more than just the renewal and the rate. Uh, outcome
0: and your clients. Uh, any particular industries that you uh, you specialize in, uh, in in terms of your client base, and also uh, a company size. Just just give us a bit of a, an idea there in terms of the demographics.
1: Yeah, it's interesting. I I think we measure our client relationships not as much about the the number of employees because our clients do range um, sort of as a mid size level uh, to us that can that could be uh, anywhere from 25, 50 up to 500 or more. Um, we measure that profile more on maturity level of the company, uh, which means they've established a true HR team, a finance team, and they've empowered those roles to, uh, to really um, work with whoever they wanna partner with as a benefits advisor. So it's interesting. It's uh, it's disconnected now from say a legacy relationship that may have come from an original owner of the company, and no longer is that relationship uh, really measured on value. It's really just been around forever, and but it's not really delivering much more than just a sort of a, uh, a friendly relationship. So um, so that's kind of what changes there.
0: And just finally for this special profile episode, Roger, how, how can our listeners connect with you? And also how can they learn more about Thorpe Benefits?
1: Yeah, they can go to thorpebenefits.com and, and understand more about what we stand for. They can follow us on LinkedIn. Uh, and my profile, Roger Thorpe, uh, certainly has a lot of uh, postings and insights uh, about what we believe in, uh, our opinions on particular uh, news items, Um, I'd say that those are probably the two, two areas that are our best.
0: Okay, cool. And I should just add listeners. You can also check out the, uh, the second interview that Roger and I did, uh, which, uh, tackles some of the key issues around the relationship between HR departments and, uh, benefit consultants and advisors, uh, on the one and only HR chat podcast feed. But for today then, Roger, thank you very much for being a guest on this show.
1: Very welcome.